Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. I tell you, there's a lot going on on the business front that is fascinating, particularly the entertainment uh, business. Always love having on my program Jeremy Murphy. He is uh, uh, author of a critically acclaimed book that I found hilarious but also important. Uh, he is a former uh, vice president at CBS. Um, and uh, and this is really insightful when it comes to all things media. Jeremy, love having you on the program. Um, you bring a great uh, – uh, you, you create chuckles that cause pause. <laughs> <laughs> where, where I laugh and it's like, well, there's you know, there's an important uh, story under here as well, and that's that's a phenomenal way of uh, reaching people. You do a great job. Talk real quickly about your book before we get into our topic today. And your book again, hilarious yet cause cause for pause. Yeah, it's called um, uh, "F Off Chloe: Surviving the OMGs and FMLs in Your Media Career." And it's a humor book about the culture clash between millennials and Gen Zers and uh, people who have been in the workforce like me for, you know, 100 years. And just the, 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 these clashing values and, and this new generation that's very woke and very entitled and they want things their way. And, you know, you have industry veterans like me who find this hysterical and adorable and, um, you know, want to smack them back into the coffee room. So um, uh, <laughs> you can find it on Amazon <laughs> and, uh, you know, Barnes & Noble. Um, anywhere you buy books, uh, hopefully it's there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a phenomenal book. I consider it must-reading. Must well, what's the website, by the way, for it? Um, it is fofchloe.com. Um, and uh, that, that has all the excerpts and everything. And then, um, you know, it's on Amazon. Everything that's on my website is on Amazon or uh, Barnes & Noble, Simon & Schuster. Uh, you just type in my name, Jeremy Murphy, or F off Chloe, and it's all there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of F off, apparently that's what Disney told his old boss and brought back his old, old boss. <laughs> <laughs> As we see the uh, the rise again of Bob Iger, what an interesting story that I think a lot of jaws dropped uh, the last couple of days over. Well, you know, I, I think I've read a lot about it, and I do have um, some friends who, who work for Disney. And the, the consensus, consensus seems to be that Iger got really bored in retirement, and he missed, um, he missed the, kings to, uh, the, the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, uh, so to say, and um, I think there might have been some lobbying. You know, uh, the, the official story is like, oh, he was so surprised, and they reached out to him, you know, unexpectedly. I don't believe that at all. I think, he, I think personally, he was campaigning to get his job back. And the new guy uh, was just not a statesman. He had rankled so many feathers. Um, he envisioned himself kind of as a change agent who was going to change the culture and the way things work at Disney. And, you know, it didn't need that. I mean, this is a company that for 20 years has that outperformed, very profitable. And um, this guy, this new guy came in and, you know, tried to blow things up. And I think people just got sick of it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, a lot of, lot of feathers ruffled. 
uh, in a place like Disney with a lot of feathers, if you know what that means, considering uh, yeah. just a cast of animal characters. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's uh, they've had a hard time, uh, um, you know, uh, with COVID. Um, you know that you know so much of their uh, business is uh, people going out to theme parks, and so that's something that you know no CEO wants to to have to grapple with, and you know people going to movies. Um, you know, uh, but at the same time, you know, everybody was stuck at, at home and they had just launched a streaming service. Um, but, you know, a lot of it was uh, of this guy's own making, you know, the whole uh, thing in Florida with, um, um, you know, the, the don't say gay bill, um, you know, uh, uh, they could have handled it so much better. You know, th- this is where Iger comes in because he's the ultimate statesman. And, he, I think, would have come in, found a solution that, you know, uh, you know, made everybody, made it tolerable for everybody, you know, the employees, the state, DeSantis, and uh, instead, the new team really made it worse uh, with flip-flopping and getting their employees upset and then getting the state upset. So, um, and, you know, there was a, you know, they had a, a dust-up with Scarlett Johansson uh, about uh, money, and, you know, uh, some key executives were fired uh, for ego reasons. So, you know, I do think a lot of this was of his own making, um, and it'll be interesting. You know, the stock went up, like, 9% on the news that Iger was coming back. So, clearly... You know, Wall Street likes it. They like stability. They like, um, you know, competency, knowing, like, you know, an adult is back in the room. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they give him the runway to, A, fix a lot of what was broken and also, you know, transition the company for, you know, a, a, a streaming future because that is the future of, of you know, entertainment. And they have um, their subscription service that um, apparently they, they went over budget or lost a, a, more than a billion dollars, uh, which is what kind of wrangled the board and shareholders. Uh, so, you know, it, it's it's palace intrigue. It'll it'll uh, it'll be interesting to see how this one develops. Yeah, no question about it. And, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it that they were ready for it, too. And there's so much uncertainty in the streaming space. I, I totally agree with you. That is the future. Uh, they're making uh, easier, uh, better TVs, more fun to stay at home, literally, uh, really overall better value ones, even with supply chain problems in terms of cost. Um, you know, we've got a huge big screen TV, and it's like, why would, why do we right. want to go to the movies? <laughs> you know, and, so, and, and we 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 get it so quickly. What's you know, the theme park too? They, uh, you know, apparently um, they're they're raising the price. It's almost two hundred dollars a ticket to get into Disney World. I mean, that to me is obscene. Like they they'd have to pay me to go. Okay, the last the last thing I want to do is stand in the floor to sun for 30 minutes or an hour to ride like a, a two minute, you know, teacup. Um, oh God, no. 
<laughs> it's it's uh, what now? What's the punchline to this thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh man! It's, it's, and so they got they got some serious challenges, and you, you get. I think your narrative is interesting, and it's not being seen elsewhere from what I can see. Uh, and so I like this narrative. I mean, I think it's something to consider. Uh, I think that the uh, that uh, the previous CEO, who's already on his way out. Uh, I think that uh, he certainly uh, was a bit much to these, to the uh, everything from the politicians to old school Disney. Um, you know, I, I think when I look at him about how he handled things, you know, what would Walt say, right? <laughs> how do we yeah. have this uh, 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 chat guy here? This is insane. Um, and so, and, and and again, moving to streaming quickly. Uh, but at the same time, streaming is having issues. Uh, you t talked very well, are, are uh, clearly about the issue with the parks themselves. Uh, there's a lot of issues, and I do think there's this impression that they wanted someone uh, with a more serious approach to the business than what they had. And, and some of the most impressive growth in the history of Disney uh, happened under uh, Iger's leadership. I mean, incredible growth. You know, and there, there's something to be said about charisma and, and um, you know, uh, electricity of a leader. You know, it's not just about operations. A lot of it's about chemistry and connecting with your employees and unions and, and lawmakers. And Iger just had that. You know, he looks like a CEO. He was very smooth. He made people feel better. You know, he's very well-dressed, well-spoken. Um, you know, he was an ambassador. He was a statesman. And, uh, you know, uh, a huge company like Disney needs that. You know, they don't need a bomb thrower. They don't need somebody, a, a change agent, who's going to blow up the building. Um, and, you know, I think that's why they wanted Iger, because it, things are so uncertain now, and that's kind of when you need that, that one leader who can bring people together and makes people feel better. Um, but it, it's a human thing. You know, it's not about, um, you know, it's not only about operations and profits. It's really about positioning a company, being the face of a company, being well-spoken, being well-liked. Um, there's so many, you know, variables and there's so many intangibles that go into um, – you know, being a CEO. It's not just about math. Yes, absolutely. Um, always love having Jeremy Murphy on the show. Always love talking about all things media. My, really one of my all-time favorites, in fact. And we bring out some great people all the time to talk about this. Um, what do you think is next? What is, what is he going to do? I mean, Iger was the acquisition king, right? Let's get Marvel. Let's buy this. Let's do that. You know, is he going to go back into acquisition mode? Uh, what are some things that you think, looking at him and looking at the state of both the economy and the industry he's in, um, try to do a little crystal ball work for us? Well, I think he's going to kind of undo some of the things that this guy did. And, you know, one of them is um, certain very, very uh, confident uh, key executives left over personality clashes and ego and I think he's going to bring him back. I think he's going to um, get rid of some of the fellow bomb throwers. Um, and I also think he's going to try and instill some um, normalcy 
uh, you know, let, let uh, employees know, you know, it's, it's over, we're getting back to who we are, you know, kind of getting back to the soul of what Disney was. And, you know, talent relations, smoothing, you know, uh, smoothing um, some of the relationships that got, uh, uh, that got affected. Because, you know, when they launched Disney+, Plus, they were putting all their movies there. And some of these actors are like, uh-uh, no, my movie's going to a movie theater. You know, you're not. I get a percentage of ticket sales. So right. you're not sending it over to a streaming service because that's going to affect, you know, why I signed up for this movie. And you know, she right. played hardball with Scarlett Johansson, and I think they lost. They had to write her a really big check. Um, whereas I think Iger would have recognized, okay, you know, we are a creative company. We are, we, you know, we are reliant on talent. We need to make these people feel happy and part of this. And so I think he's going to yeah. do that for talent relations. Um, he's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, this seems all about happy. So by all <laughs> by all means, we got to get our act back in order. Uh, exactly. yeah, and and you know, you, uh, some of these actors, Scarlett Johansson being one whom you rarely see on anything but a movie screen. She does not do hardly any TV. That's not by accident. That's by design. And that's not just economics. That's brand. She, you know, yeah. some of these actors want they want a movie brand. They want a theater brand. They don't want a TV brand. And uh, I think that plays a role in this, too. Well, Tom Cruise actually has that in his contract where, um, you know, Paramount Plus tried to do the same thing with um, Top Gun, uh, you know, the sequel. And Tom instinctively knew that, no, 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 that's a, that's a movie theater experience. And he's right. I mean, the movie did phenomenal at the box office. Um, so, oh, yeah. you know, you're going to see a lot of these actors, you know, in this, this new world, um, say, no, 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 you know, you are not moving my movie to your streaming service just so you can get subscribers. Because guess what? I don't get a piece of those subscribers. You know, I get a piece of ticket sales, but not on your streaming service. And that's yep. what a lot of the studios are trying to do. So, you know, the talent is fighting back. And the more power they have, the more they're going to use it. Jeremy, you're one of my favorites. Thanks so much for being with us. Jeremy Absolutely. Murphy, a former former VP over at CBS, one of my favorite media critics. Uh, we just have a good time, and I appreciate you, uh, the perspective you brought. And, again, fofchloe.com. Is that right? Did I get that right? Yes, it is. Yeah, great book. People need to read that. Especially they need both a chuckle and something to think about. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> 